Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Mothering Together with ADHD. It's me, Kayla. I'm your host. I'm a stay-at-home mom with ADHD. And right now we are in the very middle of our series all about finding balance. And last week we talked all about partnership and showing up in your partnership. The week before we talked about motherhood and the many different hats we wear as moms. And this week we are talking about you and your needs. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome to Mothering Together with ADHD, the podcast for stay-at-home moms with ADHD that helps you to schedule your life. Not just the events and the have-tos, but also the want-tos and the things that really make you feel like yourself, even in this season of giving, giving, giving. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm an ADHD stay-at-home mom myself who struggles day in and day out, but I have found certain things help to make this journey so much more enjoyable, and I am here to share those things with you today. Grab your iced coffee, and let's dive in. All right, now, friends, we're going to talk to you about you and your needs, and luckily... We're going to do that in the context of being someone with ADHD. So it's not just going to be the normal stuff. <laughs> it's going to include the ADHD stuff too. So I, you know, I mentioned at the top or at the beginning of this series how I was really inspired by this book called Time to Parent by Julie Morgenstein. I hope I said that right. And it was, it totally was. She kind of went through and came up with these roles and described them and delineated like what you have to do in these roles and how, you know, if you put a certain amount of time into one thing, it feels imbalanced and yada, yada, yada. But her solutions were for neurotypical people and she didn't include the things that I would include for myself for ADHD. So I really felt like it was important to talk to you about your needs as a person with ADHD. So we'll start with the basics and then we'll we'll go from there. As a human being, you need a lot of stuff, right? You need food, you need to sleep, you need movement, you need fun and time for your like passion projects, you need love and connection and community, and also you need to be able to have variety. This is where the ADHD comes in. As a person with ADHD, you might feel the need to have hobbies, lots of hobbies, Hobbies come with stuff, right? You, as a coping mechanism, as a way to get community, you need activities. We'll get into what that means. As a coping mechanism, you might need to build in breaks. As a coping mechanism, you might need a sensory diet. You probably like to hyperfocus, you might need a way to pull yourself out of a hyperfocus. So these are all things that happen that you need and that 
you need to account for as you think about the whole picture of your life that involves the motherhood part, that involves the partnership part, and also your needs as a human. So let's start with the basics. Number one, movement. I am not a doctor. Talk to your doctor before you do any movement of any kind. I'm not going to use the E word because I am just not into it. <laughs> if you don't know what the E word is, it's E-X-E-R. Okay, you figured it out, right? So I have a big affection for movement. I love it. I think it's really good for our brains. I think it is really good for our mood. And I am inconsistent with it. And that's okay. As soon as I started to tease apart movement from weight loss, as soon as I started to have movement stand alone, as a thing that I could do. As soon as I started to figure out what kinds of movement feel good for my body and what kinds don't feel good, and I kind of broke down the, you know, 30 minutes of cardio and started to do what felt good and what was working for me, that's when I really found the beauty of movement. So right now for me, movement means I wake up in the morning, I zombie walk my way downstairs to our exercise bike. Oh, I said the E word. And then I bike for 10 minutes, not a lot. And then later in the day, I take my dog for a walk. And then later in the day, I do like a dance routine. That's about it. It's enough for me for right now. I'm not here to tell you what you need for longevity of your life. I'm not here to tell you what you need for your brain. I'm just here to tell you what I'm doing. And movement is important. And finding and playing with it, like as if it's a toy. Playing with it in your schedule as if it's not this critical thing. As, as if it's this thing that can, like it's a dial. It's a knob you can turn on your week, right? It's not... There's so much emotion tied into that as a woman in the United States. So I just, I think it's a great thing for, for people to play with. So that's my first thing, movement. The next thing is love and community. And I think I've mentioned before, I think I've mentioned before that community is a major, major, major part of my strategy in life. <laughs> And building community, it was also my word of the year for 2023. My 2024 word is bombastic. So if you see me showing up more bombastically, that is why. Um, but I think community is super important. And I think love comes in many forms. And so finding love, finding heart-to-heart -heart friendships and in your partnership, which we talked all about last week, so we don't need to talk about it again, and finding, you know, like your soul sisters, your 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 group 
of mom friends, the people who get you, the people who support you, your community, the group of parents you can lean on, who your kids know, all of that is beautiful. So that is definitely worth building into your schedule. The nurturing of that is worth building into your schedule. Fun is something else that we can talk about as a need. You need to have fun. If you're not having fun, then like, what's the point? (laughs) And there are ways to have fun while you parent. And there are also ways to have fun while you are not with your kids, but you're still a parent, right? So figuring out how to do that, that's a totally different episode, but thinking about that as part of what you need to consider in your week is important. And then sleep. I could have probably started with sleep. If you're not getting enough sleep, then that's not good. (laughs) Sleep is like probably the, the, you know, what's it? The ground level, the, the basement, the, what is the word I'm thinking of? The thing that everything else is built upon, right? With pores, without good sleep, And I know some of you are in that baby phase, right? Without good sleep, you feel crummy. When your sleep returns to some form of normal, you'll feel better. Getting there sooner would be better. (laughs) Um, And I'm not, I'm not going to go into whether I think you should sleep train or not. Um, But I think finding ways to get consistent sleep is important for your well-being. Um, And then we talk about ADHD and, you know, ADHD looks different in every person. Um, It's not even, what shocks me when I think about ADHD is that executive functioning isn't even on the DSM criteria and yet it's the thing I think about first. So, you know, we all have different executive functioning skills and abilities and our, and they vary, right? And so our needs are going to be different based on that. What I think is kind of universal, these are things that I think are pretty universal, is that we need variety. We hate to be bored and finding our weeks boring is not going to bring us joy. We need hobbies because hobbies are fun and we need fun. We need activities And I think we need activities because our executive functioning weaknesses make it hard for us to schedule on a week-to-week basis. Like when you come up with plans with a friend, like I don't know about you, but my personal form of H-E double hockey sticks is when a friend says, hey, when are you available? And I'm like, well, this is going to result in nothing. Because I'll throw out a date, they'll throw out a date, and then like six months, we'll come up with a date and, oh, a week before that, we'll cancel because somebody is sick. This is not what happens to you. This is what happens to me. So I like to have activities planned that happen weekly so that I don't have to have that. And I can create relationships at those activities so that feeds my need for community and that kind of stuff. And we also need coping skills. We need our sensory diet. Maybe we need to have time for quiet amidst the crazy that is toddler life. 
Maybe we need to schedule in time to um, take a hot shower. Maybe we need to schedule in time to listen to soothing music. I'm not an OT. I don't know. But finding what feels good to your body throughout the day might help you. Might be worth looking into a sensory diet. Anyway, I think this has been a little bit all over the place, and I apologize for that. But we have needs that are individual to us, and they matter, and they have to be, we have to include them in our lives. And so finding that balance, that's what we're going to talk about next. We kind of covered all the different variations of who we are and the roles we have, and these are just three basic ones. You might be a caregiver for someone else. Maybe your parents are are needing you. Maybe your job needs you. I don't know. Maybe you have a pet who needs you more. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that you're doing the best you can. And I know that this life can feel overwhelming. And so I want you to take a moment, feel your breath. I like to feel my breath in my belly. Some people like to feel it at their nose, some at their mouth. I like it at my belly. I don't know why. Notice your belly moving in and out. Maybe because I like that it encourages me to use my belly to breathe. And I know that that type of a breath is more calming. As you notice your breath, I want you to notice how did today's episode make you feel? Don't get into the details of which emotions it made you feel. Answer this. Did it feel positive? Did it feel negative? Or did it feel neutral? Just notice. Okay. I hope that however it made you feel, noticing it helped you. And I hope that You come back next time and you have a new perspective. You've noticed some of the things we've talked about, some of the roles we've talked about. You've noticed some of your needs. Maybe you've noticed some of your needs aren't being met. And so when we come back next week, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how to balance all of this because it's a lot. And how the heck do we do that? All right, friends, I'll see you next Wednesday.